giving glory to the Lord he reigns giving glory to the Lord he reigns he reigns he reigns he reigns giving glory to the Lord he reigns I welcome you to another episode of ignite podcast welcome you to this new month the month of May I welcome you to this new episode of the month I believe we are good believe are okay welcome back to another episode of ignite before we proceed let us pray our father in name we worship we bless your name thank you for another month thank you for your love thank you for your care because you change it not love you see be that resulted lord in the name of jesus we bless your name for who you are we bless your name for your grace over our life we say be that magnified lord in the name of jesus thank you because you change it not Thank you for your love over our lives. Thank you for how far you've been helping us. We say be that magnified, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come in the word we are going to hear today unto your heavens. You say that you minister to us in the name of Jesus. You as we want to learn from your from your from your throne. Lord, you say you speak to us in the language we understand in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you are the Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And we promised in the last episode that someone is going to come, like we're going to have someone that is going to take us through the episode and we have a message from the Apostle himself, we have a message from Apostle Dennis Omede, we have a message from him and I believe that we'll be blessed through this message and I believe that the Lord is going to speak to us, we're going to hear the mind of God through this message. I believe so. So I wanted to to pay a rap attention to what the Lord has for us this month in this episode. And the topic for this message is draw nigh, draw nigh. The secret of intimacy, the secret of intimacy. So God is going to expose some things. God is going to teach us some things through our apostle. And I believe that as we listen. And as we pay attention to the message, you'll be blessed through it in the name of Jesus. Amen. So over to Apostle. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for the gift of your holy word. May it be a lantern to our feet and a light to our paths and strength to our lives. Give us faith to receive your word understanding to know what it means and the will to put it into practice to christ our lord amen amen my name is magden somide i am here to minister the word of god and the title of the sermon is draw nigh which simply means draw near in brackets the secret of intimacy so Draw nine, bracket the secret of intimacy. And our Bible verse taken from James 4, verse 8. Draw nine to God, and He will draw nine to you. Intimacy can be defined as a close familiarity between two people. The closeness between two people in a personal relationship. It is what builds over time as you connect with someone. It is a close relationship between two persons. Now, intimacy with God is a personal and close relationship with 
God. It is the connectedness with God. It is a close relationship between you and God only. It is the act of fellowship and oneness with God. The state of communion with God. The participation in the life of God. And this is the beginning of every Christian experience. It is the starting point of the Christian life. So let me tell you something. There's a difference between these two statements when I became a Christian and when I started my work with God. There's a big difference between these two statements. They are not the same. When you became a Christian was when you accepted Jesus as your Lord. When you, you made up your mind to live your life like that of Christ. When you accepted his life and this is where salvation comes in. It's all about accepting the life of Christ and living your life to its standard. But in working with God, you don't need to accept Christ again. You have already accepted his life. Working with God starts by giving your life to him, laying your all, offering yourself to him as a living sacrifice. And that's the starting point of intimacy with God. When we do other calls in churches, they say if you are not giving your life to Christ, or if you, if, if you want to give your life to Christ, come out. And you see a lot of people get up to the altar to recite the prayers and come back, comes back with the ideology that they have given their life to Christ. Do you know what it means to give your life to Christ? Yes, I know. You have renounced sin and no longer living your life the way you are living it. Yes, that simply means you have received the life of Christ. But did you drop yours? It is incomplete to collect soul and not drop yours. When you see a man that has given his life to Christ, you will know it's true, it doesn't hide. Giving your life to Christ is a complete surrendering of your all to him. And that's supposed to be the starting point of a Christian life. It is the beginning of intimacy with God. It is the evil world called away the participation in the life of God. Many Christians are just living their life. Although some go to church every day, every time, study their Bible always, pray always. But the truth is that, they are not really giving their life to God. They are all to God. It is true intimacy with God that we come to know the person of who God is. It is true intimacy with God that God teaches us His ways, His mode of operation, His modus operandi. But for some reasons, when it comes to God, we believe that we can't really know Him, His ways or His thoughts. This is completely untrue and disproven by scripture. Throughout the Bible, we have numerous examples of the Lord making himself known to his creation. We see God training to the lives of the patriarchs of old, the prophets, kings, the apostles, believers, and ordinary men and women. How God so honored and favored David, made him a man after his own heart, because he was that close with God. 
how Apostle Paul, we saw how he was mightily used by God and being honored even up to today just because he gave his all for God. God's purposes, surrender and fellowship. Great men and women who worked great signs and wonders just because they paid the price of intimacy and surrender. Laying down their life for the purposes of the kingdom. And many even died in the process. Matthew 13 verse 44. Matthew 13 verse 44. Matthew 13 verse 44 it says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a feed. The which when a man had found, he hided and found joy. Thereof goeth and sendeth all that he had and buyeth that feed. It said, the, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a feed. The which when a man had found, he hided and found joy thereof, goeth and selleth all that he had and buyeth that feed. It looks like foolishness. Just because of one feed, you went and sold all you have. But the Bible is telling us that that is how the kingdom of God is. Keeping your all just because of one thing. Your all. The life of Christ was a full representation and the example of intimacy with God. Even his last words on the cross at the point of death were words of intimacy and surrender. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. One of the saints of old, Saint Augustine, after living a very dirty and anyhow life, a life full of promiscuity and a lot of vices, he came to a point in his life where he, he realized the importance of having God. That a life outside God is vain. That anything at all outside God is of no use. And he said, our hearts are restless until they rest in you, O Lord. This was a man that has seen life, but he has come to a position where he now understands the importance of, of finding rest with God. Let the center of your pursuit be God. What are you after for? What are you after? Is it wet? Is it fame? Is it position? Titus? Is it a certificate? A degree? All these are good, but if you don't have God, all is vanity. God spoke to his prophet in Jeremiah 9, chapter Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 23 to 24a. He said, Thus said the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might, let not the rich man glory in his wishes, but let him that glorieth glory in these things that he understandeth and knoweth. 
God is telling us here that knowing and understanding Him supersedes wisdom, surpasses power, word, mind, everything. Draw nine to, and now we draw nine to. In life, the people who truly understand and knows you are the people who are close to you. Those are the people who know you better, your personality, your capability, what you can do and what you can't do. The people who are close, very close to you. And that is how it is in God too. God wants a relationship with us and wants us to know Him the way He knows us. But it's so sad that most Christians are trying to advocate a destiny without the presence of God. Christians no longer spend personal quality time with God. Morning to night, activities upon activities, pursuing different things. But come to think of it, these things you are after, what can they do? Can they resurrect the dead? Can it heal the sick? Can it protect and sustain your life? All things only God can do them. More than your fasting, more than your prayers, more than the Bible studies, all these are important, but more than them, God wants your heart. He wants you. All these are spiritual, but if they take the place of God in your life, then that's a big problem. When you give yourself to God, God will give himself to you. That's intimacy. A close personal relationship with God. The highest gift God can ever give to a man is not job, it's not money, it's not children, it's not fame, it's not influence, it's not even anointing, it's himself. If God gives you himself, then he has given you everything. Our father, Apostle Juju Seman, once said a story. He said, a rich man, a rich man has foolish sons and a servant. And it was time for him to share his properties because he was about to die. So he said, called his sons and said, said they should pick only one of his properties. That anything left, he will give it to the servant. And the boys were angry. How will you do like this, Dad? We'll pick only one and you give the rest to the servant. And one of the boys thought for a while and said, I choose the servant. I choose the servant. In other words, if we are to pick one and the rest will be given to the servant, then I pick the servant. Then I pick the servant. And it is the same thing. It is the same thing. Now come to Christian's life. It is the same thing. All these things that we seek are possibilities in Christ. You have to be very unwise to, to pursue them and live God. The kingdom of God, success was not designed to be pursued. Fame, wealth, all these were 
were not designed to be pursued. When you have God, all these things will follow suit. They will come. Matthew 6, 32 to 33. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all those things shall be added unto you. Shall be added unto you. So, so, so when you see Christians today, some are pursuing this, some are pursuing that, some are pursuing this, forgetting that there is a God somewhere, and these things are possibilities in God. It will be, it will be wise to to seek the face of God first. And God, when you seek the face of God first, when when, when you know God, when you have God, all these things will be a problem. They will surely come. They will surely come. Let me teach you something. Man has a body, a soul, and a spirit. And the spirit works together. So when a demon wants to manipulate or possess a human, it doesn't go doesn't go to the spirit. Because he is a spirit. And it can't just go to the body because a spirit cannot be able to find expression in the body without a soul. The soul is where the will of a man is. It's where the character of a person comes from and so on and so forth. So what it does is it goes to the soul to take possession of it. So from there can be able to manipulate the person. So when the demon takes possession of the soul of a man, his will becomes the, the will of the man. So, what he wants that person to do at that particular time is what that person will find himself or herself doing. And this is where mad people come in. This is where kidnappers come in. This is where rapists come in. Terrorists, abrobers. It is. These people, their soul has been hijacked. And even believers, because many are struggling with different kinds of addictions and vices they can, that they cannot stop. It's because the soul, there's a fault in the soul. Now, what Jesus actually meant in Matthew 12, 43 to 45, when he said, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh to dry places, seeking rest and finding none. He says to himself, I will return to my house, whence I came out. And if he comes, finding it empty, goes and brings off that seven spirit, more wicked than himself, and dwells there. That dwelling place is in the realm of the soul. And the reason that place was empty when he came back was because that place has not been occupied by God. When the psalmist says in Psalm 69, verse 16, Draw nigh unto my soul and redeem this. Deliver me because of my enemies. And chapter 74, verse 19, he said, Oh, deliver not the soul of thy thought to do unto the multitude of the wicked. So that door of the soul can be closed by holding one minute. And discover 
and it is called transformation and it is called transformation and transformation comes through a place of intimacy with God it is a gradual process as you begin your work with God as time goes on you will begin to see transformation in every aspect of your life so when you conduct deliverance and drive out an evil spirit from a person it doesn't end there you, you have to teach that person what it takes to be delivered completely because because we've seen cases where an evil spirit was cast, casted out of somebody and it came back casted out of mad people and it came back that is simply because that door has not been closed that door has not been closed some people deliverance were not even conducted for them they were delivered in the place of intimacy with god are you, are you seeing the power of intimacy as proven by scripture when god draws nigh to a man the first thing god does is to chastise him he will cut off every, every branch that doesn't look like him and the second thing god does when it comes to a man is to teach him his ways his statutes and his ordinances his methodologies uplifting ignorance from the life of that person hebrews 12 6 to 7 for whom the lord loveth she starts chasing it and scourges every son whom you receive it. If you endure chasing, God delights with you as with sons. And Psalm 94, verse 12 Blessed is the man whom thou chastenest, O Lord, and teachest him out of thy law. The period of chastening is a process where one is made pure holy and acceptable to God and the period of dealing is a process where God reveals himself to you and all this comes in the place of intimacy hasn't this surprised you when you see some certain people from some certain territories of family of no good territories that that has been that has been captured by Satan Nobody rise, no good thing ever comes out from that territory. But you, you see this particular person keep rising and keep shining. And you'll be surprised. How come? And you'll be wondering why. That person has what we call a spiritual backing or covering. It was not given to him by any man and it was not given to him by God just like that it was given to him in the secret place a place of intimacy fellowship and communion based on his level of alignment Psalm 91 verse 1 says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty do you know what it means to abide under the shadow of the Almighty? That is what will cause spiritual courage. 
and it is cutting from the secret place. That toilet in the secret place shall abide under the shadow. Are you seeing the power of intimacy with God? So if darkness is seriously prevailing over your life, it is a proof that you are neglecting the secret place, the place of intimacy with God. So when you draw nigh to God and God to you, His will becomes your will. There will no longer be what I want, but what God wants. His thoughts becomes your thoughts, and His way your ways. Many people do not understand the word, the will of the Lord. The will of the Lord cannot be done in your life when you are still operating under the will of Satan. Because, because you see people and some certain predicaments are happening to them and they are like, it is the will of the Lord. It is, no, it's not the will of the Lord. You can't be single at the age of 50, you are still looking for a life partner. You have never been married and you are saying it is the will of the Lord. No, that's not the will of the Lord, that's bondage. Oh, you can't be a degree or that's this session for job, abject poverty, failure and everything surrounding your life and you are saying it is the will of the Lord. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, God said, if I know the thoughts I think towards you, say the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. You see, he said his thoughts towards you are good and not of evil. So, 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 don't just think that I, it is the way, no, God doesn't want bad things for you. So, so when God draws nigh to a man, what he does is that his will becomes the will of the man. And, and when you are facing some certain things like that, uh, you are under those kind of captivity and bondage. I will advise you to, to seek the face of the Lord. I will advise you to, to, to draw nigh to God. Because that's the only way. That's the only way. He said in Jeremiah 29, 13 to 14. He said, And ye shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you. And the first promise God gave when you found finds him is and I will turn away your captivity. So so when a man has God, there's nothing that there's nothing like I'm in bondage. There's nothing like I'm being oppressed. No. He said I will turn away your captivity if you find me. So many Christians think they have God. But the truth is that they don't. Something they know him, but the truth is not. It is very important as a Christian to know God for yourself and by yourself. That's a spiritual growth. A few months ago when I was praying in the night. 
result. It was normally I, after praying in night, I would sit down for some minutes and, and allow God speak to me. But don't be deceived, not every voice is the voice of God. Satan can also tap into that frequency and speak to you. And you will think he's God. But the, the ability to be able to recognize the, the voice of God is based on your closeness with him. It's based on your relationship. How close you are to God, you can be able to recognize his voice. Take for instance, a friend that is very close to you. Two of you know each other very well. If you hear his voice from afar, you can be able to recognize his voice. You can be able to tell, is that the voice of my friend or the voice of another person? So the ability to be able to recognize any voice at all is based on relationship, your level of um, closeness with that person. So, and that is how it is with God. When you are that close with God, you can be able to recognize His voice and, and not say that every voice is for God. So, after praying one day, I sat down as usual and I was waiting for the voice of God. And I fell into a trance and in that trance, God told me two things. One, he said, when men comply with Satan, he will so make a mess out of their life. And number two, he said, the only remedy is God. He said, when men comply with Satan, he will so make a mess out of their life. But the only remedy is God. God was trying to teach me the importance of the importance of knowing him. He was trying to teach me the importance of being in an intimate relationship with him. Satan is seriously working out and derailing souls day by day. Souls are lost, holding them in captivity. But God is telling you that He's the only remedy. He's the only remedy. Is the only way, the truth, and the light. Come now, draw night to me, and I will draw night. He said, if the people who are who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin. The second place is a place of intimacy. It is a place where men gain insight. It is a place where the teachings of the Spirit have been revealed with understanding. It is a place of brokenness and surrender. It is a place where you give God your life and collect His life. It is a place where men draw strength. It is a place where men assess the authority and power of the Spirit. 
it's a place where we find the mercies of God. It is a place of rest and comfort. Daniel 11 verse 32 he said, But the people who do know their God shall be strong and do exploit. The people who do know their God shall be strong and do exploit. So, so when you know God, <laughs> you shall be strong. You shall be strong like my desire. Then there will be nothing that will shake you. When you have a personal relationship with God, God will reveal himself to you as time goes on. And you, you will know your God, his capability, his thoughts, his ways. And, and only knowing that it will give you confidence. Nothing will shake you, nothing. Nothing will ever shake you. The word John 9, it came to me one night in prayers. Because that period I was confused and I had so many questions on my mind. Why God was allowing some certain things happen in my life and why is He not answering? my prayers then the word just came out of my mouth draw nigh I was struck I said I was not even sure of the meaning what is the meaning of draw nigh I had to go google it then I saw the scripture James 4 verse 8 said draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you Said, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your heart, ye double-minded. And it answered a lot of questions in my life. Then I knew the importance of, of, of drawing close to God. For someone, this might be a message. This might be an answer why things has not been working well in your life ministry. It is because the epicenter of your pursuit is not God. The epicenter of your pursuit is not God. Many people are doing many things because they just want to do it for their own selfish reason. Even for ministry. Even for different things. They are doing them for they are pursuing they are trying to advocate the destiny without without God. To you now you can get that degree. To you now you can get that job. To you now you can you can search for your husband without God. And God will just fool the sun and be washing your yeah. Go now. See, the first thing, God, God is more important than anything in this life. When you see a man that asks God, never trivialize that fact because he has everything. He might not be wealthy, he might not be, he might not have the level of education that you have, but as far as he has God, it's these things that we are pursuing as we after this place, after death, they are nothing, they won't follow you, but but the man that asks God. It is forever. 
it is forever. God knows him. Knows him and he knows God. Hebrews 10 verse 22. So let us draw nigh. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Then let us draw nigh with a good conscience, with a true heart. See, many people will never understand the importance of, of being that close to God. Because we've seen many people that call themselves Christians and and some certain things just happen to them and they are off. You just hear that this person died yesterday, this person died today and you'll be surprised. But this person was that serious with God. The truth was that this person did not really know God. This person was serious in spiritual activities, prayer, fasting, Bible study, church programs, but he doesn't or she doesn't really know God for herself or by herself. God truly wants a personal relationship with us. God, he said, he said I am a jealous God. He, he can't be, he is the creator. He can't be happy seeing you. Seeing you after certain things and you don't even have time for him. Some people Monday to Saturday no time to spend with God. You sleep all through the night. You can't spend quality time with your father. Spend quality time with your father. Telling him, Father, reveal yourself to me. I want to know you. I want to know your ways. Come. An act that truly pants after God. Psalm 42 verse 1 says, said, As the deer panted after the water brook, so my soul pants for you, O God. So then me will I seek your face. <laughs> you don't know, know the happiness that comes through knowing God. The confidence. The trust. Some certain things will just happen to you and like, God, why have you forsaken me? God, you don't know him. If you truly know him, you'll be strong. You'll be strong. He said, For they that trust in the Lord shall be strong, like Man Zion, which cannot be removed, but abided forever. God truly wants a relationship with us. Let us draw close to Him. Let us draw nigh to Him. He's the Father of all creation. He truly wants to be a part of our life. He truly wants our hearts. We need to offer ourselves up to Him as a living sacrifice. We need to come with God. Come face to face, one on one with God. And he will guide you and he will lead you. His way always in your life. No mistake. 
it will turn every disappointment in your life it will turn them for your good these are not just fables or these are not just what what stories stories and then folktale stories no these are true stories from experience in history the Christian history we have seen how how many people lay down their life just because they want to truly know God and God God truly revealed himself to them and used them mightily in 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 in, in spreading and and expanding his kingdom and these people weren't lacking anything they were not hungry their mind was not after the things of this world. Their mind was after God. After God. God show me. God reveal yourself. God show me. God reveal. And God truly revealed himself to them. He empowered them. And even the devil was, was afraid of them. Why? Because they are God. It is a call. It is a, it is a call. It is a message for someone. It is a message for someone. Let the epicenter of your pursuit be God. Anything minus God is zero. Anything plus God up in the car is everything. So, so when you are trying to 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 make to, to, some people are doing ministry and some people are only they are saying we are doing it for God, but it's a lie. For their own personal benefit and personal reasons. Some want money, some want people to know them, and God is just looking at them and saying, Carry on now. Anything you are doing in this life, let God be number one. Be first, first. Even when you wake up in the morning, God, first. Let's take God serious. Let's truly take God serious. Truly wants to know us. Truly wants to. Truly wants to know us. Truly wants to know us. So, thank you. Let's pray. We thank you, merciful God and Father. Thank you, Lord. That you have brought us to know you and your Son. By your spirit, and have caused your word to be proclaimed to us. Grant us that we, having received Christ Jesus the Lord, may live in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you. God bless you. I am blessed and I believe we are also blessed. Thank you. Pray that God will keep upholding you in the name of Jesus. Pray that you shall be a vessel unto honor in the name of Jesus. We pray that the Lord will increase your anointing in the name of Jesus. I believe we are blessed. I believe we are blessed. It has been it has been a lot. And I want us to try to recall our memory on what Apostle have spoken to us about. And we learned about um, what intimacy is really all about. Intimacy with God is the closeness 
between man and God. Intimacy is the closeness between man and God, and it begins. It is the beginning of every Christian life. It is the beginning of every Christian. Also, we learn that true intimacy with God it teaches us His ways. Yes, God teaches us His ways through an intimacy, through the place of intimacy. Also, we learned that the center of our apostles should be God. Let's make God the center of our, all our apostles, academically, financially. Let's God, let's God be, be the first. The Bible says we should seek Him, seek Him first, the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. So let the center of your apostles be God. And when you give yourself to God, He will give Himself to you. Yes, when we give ourselves to God. He will surely give himself to you and this is the highest gift we can have this is the highest gift god can it's, it's not car it's not child the highest gift god can give man is giving himself giving himself to man that is the highest gift and we learn that transformation comes through the place of intimacy with god transformation comes through the place of intimacy with god and it is a gradual process it's not a thing that you just wake up and start doing and you are there in a day no it's a it's a gradual process this procedure so we pray that god will give us the grace in the name of jesus so we also learned that if darkness is prevailing over your life it is a proof that you are neglecting the secret place if you are feeling that darkness is prevailing check out the intimate place is he are you are you are you still still firebrand is the is the secret place cold if the secret place is cold definitely darkness will have power so let's take note of this and the place of intimacy is a place where men gain insight the, the place of intimacy is a place where where men gain insight and where god give you life and god where you give god your life and he collects yours and he gives you where god gives you your life he gives you his life god gives you his life and he collects your life yes that is where god gives you his life and he collects your life now the epic center of our pursuit should be god the epic center of our pursuit the overall things that we should think that we should be pursuing now is god god and him alone don't just be occupied with spiritual activities though they are good yes spiritual activities are good but you also need to know god yourself and for yourself know god yourself and for yourself know god yourself and for yourself and i believe we are blessed and i believe that we're going to start taking practical steps on this by what by having a place of intimacy place of intimacy with god i pray that god will help us in the name of jesus and god will help us in jesus name so this is the end of this month's episode of ignite podcast and the next one promises to be awesome promises to be greater than this by the by by the grace of our lord jesus christ to be greater than this and i believe that we are all blessed through this episode and if you have any comments any contribution or suggestion don't forget to forward it to the podcast email esteromotela34 at gmail.com so for any any contribution and suggestion you forward it to the email and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on anchor so that any any messages that dropped on this on this platform you'll be able to uh, get the notification and listen to the messages may god bless you as to do so in jesus name so before we go let us pray our most righteous lord we worship we bless your name for your word 
thank you for your love and thank you for your servant that you've used for us in this episode to be that resulted lord in the name of jesus lord we ask for the ass that truly pants after you so you give it unto us lord in the name of jesus the ass that pants after you and after you alone so you give it unto us in jesus name lord help us to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable help us to offer ourselves to you lord in the name of jesus lord we pray that you reveal yourself more to us in the name of jesus help us to know you more in the name of jesus help us to make you our epic center in the name of jesus lord reveal yourself to us lord in the name of jesus thank you because you've heard our prayer and thank you because you are lord for in jesus unfailing name we are afraid amen 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 in jesus name praise god this so this is the end of the podcast and i believe we are blessed till i come your way next time bye